You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. I wish the audience could have heard the. 45 seconds of that intro and you and me just having a discussion about the weekend of football. <laughs> yeah. Well, I said, Bergman asked me first thing this morning, how was your weekend? I'm like, how the hell do you think my weekend That's not was? what he said, though. Yeah, that's not, I didn't was, say it quite There was like more that. expletive deleted yeah, words yeah. there. Bergman, I, I came in very, very cranky you today. absolutely yeah. did. And Who is a better I mean, troll, Bergman or Jorge? Today, Bergman. Yeah, no, I was trolling on purpose. Today. You were definitely trolling. Wait, but, so I mean, but asking, but asking how your weekend good, was... Asking how your weekend was not trolling. It was just a. It's just a normal. It's a Monday. Well, hey, no, no, it doesn't matter. Well, hold on. How did did you say how was your weekend, or did you say how was your weekend? No, I said how was your weekend. It was. You just didn't say anything flat. like. So, hey, was Mace, did you see the UCLA game? You didn't say that. I didn't no, say that. Did, I, but I waited you for the air. Bring up UCLA on the air. Yeah, well, because that's where you troll. Is on the air, not I in know. person. I know Stanford, man. They made you think for a second they'd be okay moving forward. And yeah, Momo. I did not think for a second we'd be okay moving and then you forward. Had, what was up with the tree? The tree had a different look this Dude, week. Dude, we have the weirdest tree this year. I am no. not a fan. Hmm. What? What's different? I, I don't know. Let it looked a like a tr- it like a recycled tree. It's like uh, yeah. well, that's nice. Environmentally oh, that nice. friendly. Everybody's environmentally no, no, no. friendly. I took tree. a picture of it. I'm going to send it to you. It's stupid. Okay, it's stupid. Cappy, Mace, is this is this the fight that happened between you and Bergie? Because I heard you say earlier that you guys got into a fight straight away this morning. Yeah, I disputed everything that he said. He okay, threw a Bergen. bunch of stuff at me. Like, uh-huh. for example, Caleb Williams is going to walk away now. Okay. I don't I don't believe it. Oh, I, I, said, I, I, said after, I, I said after another loss, but it's still the same thing. Yeah, same, yeah, the premise is still the same. I don't believe you will. No, I, I mean, not, not before Cal. you got to put up big numbers be- against Cal. And then you walk away. Well, what? Walk away before the Washington game? He's not going to walk away with them having a chance to win the Pac-12 championship yeah, still. That's... But, but he has no chance at the CFP, and isn't that okay. more important? But like, what is, what of is, course, is, but Greg, it's not like you have nothing to play see, for. This well, no, is, but, okay. but this is the idea. The idea is that, oh, you've lost two games. I mean, you're, you're stealing Emmanuel Acho's take? Is that what you're doing? No, I didn't hear Emmanuel Acho's take, yeah. but I'm, if he had I the same take, I described it for you. He said he has much more to lose by playing playing than Correct. he does to get, yeah. Yeah, he, I don't, I don't he's been sacked that. 14 times in the last three games if he gets hurt back there you're going to hurt your stock there's he's not playing for anything anymore because you're not playing for the championship a pac-12 championship doesn't I mean, do anything not, for him he's not gonna i mean he, he's gonna he does, he's not gonna play in the nfl for 11 months like, so what so you go you go with a yeah trainer, I, don't, I don't you start getting ready for, for right, football well, this is why you guys were fighting because this, this whole situation this is what prompted this fight is that right mace that is correct Okay. All right. No, I don't was, think he would. I don't think he would. Leave. I don't think he's going to walk away. I don't think he's going to quit. God, I hope not. Yeah, I mean that would be because you said it. You said it before. Your opinion, and I think everybody's opinion, of this young man. If if you told me he didn't want to play in the Holiday Bowl, I'd go. Yeah. Okay. I, I understand that. that yeah. Right. Like I get it. But if you tell me he's not going to finish the season because he has to protect his NFL future, while well, people would go, yeah, I understand. I would not be one of those people. I'd be like, come on, bro. You got a whole team that's on your back. You got a ton of Wendy's commercials out there. Come yeah. on, man. If the team stunk out and like they like had nothing to play for the last couple weeks of the season, I'd be okay with that. Because if I were him, I would tell Lincoln, not only mean? does it help me, 
but you can then start Malachi, give him a little little run before next year. I'm talking about the last couple games. Yeah, yeah but right. those last couple of games are like um, at Oregon and home UCLA. Yeah, you can't miss those. I, I don't think you can not voluntarily. Miss going to Hudson Stadium. If they if they lose out, let's say they lose to Cal. Okay, oh, then you're then you're screwed. Okay, forget. Well, it. then you just then you out. just you just say tell everybody you're hurt. I mean, just just lie. Yeah, he probably will be after getting it's smashed in the backfield yeah. every game. Here's what's interesting about this. So I was looking at stuff today, and Kyle Whittingham obviously has built a phenomenal program at Utah. They're tough as hell, man. They are tough. They're badasses. They are really, really good. They're tough-nosed and all that stuff. They uh, they have three guys, three starters that came through the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. USC has got nine starters mm-hmm. that came through the transfer portal uh momo brought up this idea of uh these mercenary guys who pop in for their senior year to try and that can't necessarily come um, together as a as a cohesive team because there's not been continuity i, I, I buy that I, 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 mm, florida I state that. has a lot of transfer portal do guys. they and and they i don't remember the exact number but they have a number of them including their best wide receiver in keon coleman so right. they lose this weekend to duke no they did oh they wound up winning that game yeah, they won comfortably at the end. Oh, really? Because I, I think it was like Duke. I had twenty to seventeen. I, I went mean, away from that game. I've been on all sorts of teams, and and it it always there. We had a core group on our travel team for years and years and years, and we all knew each other. We all like it mattered that chemistry, that co- the consistency. It totally matters. And then, then we'd have every once in a while, our coach would go out and bring in some new pitcher, some new player from the outside, who like you know just needed some playing time or needed to get seen, and it was always super awkward so let me like we would be nice to them but it was like and you're ju- just here to pitch for us a little bit and we'll never know you point of information florida state has eight players who came through the starter yeah. portal right. so yeah, yeah it's starters. a lot yeah it's a lot and, and it feels different it's a different kind of like and they're the like if, they, if the, the pitcher came out that that like just came on to go get seen one weekend and we were like yeah okay we yeah. can always use a good pitcher they would pitch for us and then if they if they got hit a little bit it's like we didn't have her back as much. But here, like here, you didn't a, have that support because you just came on and like a mercenary, and then you were going to be gone next week. But I mean, here's here's the difference, particularly with football. The body is more mature. Okay, you're yeah. bringing in a player who's going to have to take punishment on a regular basis, and their body is more mature than a freshman who doesn't have the experience, let's say, or yeah. even a young, a sophomore even yep. that doesn't have the body uh, makeup that this particular junior or senior may have, and also the experience that that junior or senior may have. So I, I understand from a baseball perspective yeah. or a softball perspective, I could totally buy it. But I think football is a little different um, because of that. And there's always, in college football, there's always constant change. Yeah, anyway. there's a lot of dudes. But I would, I would dig in just one level deeper, which is this. Um, are we saying that USC has nine new starters that are first year USC transfers? Yes, correct. Okay. And are you saying that Florida State has eight, has eight, has eight. Yes. exact same stats? I mean, there's eleven yeah. starters okay. on each side of the ball, so it's nine out of twenty two. Okay. Yeah. And then, Almost half. And then the Utah guys has that, three that are starters this year and this is their first year at Utah. Yep. Okay. Right. But Utah has to build a program. I'll give you a perfect example. So this weekend, I did Cappy's alma mater, Pitt, yeah. at Wake Forest. How'd they do? Didn't work out so great oh, for Pitt. No, at the end. They, Sorry. they're yeah. terrible. But um, it was actually a very controversial ending. Oh, yeah? Um, and chaotic. But the the Wake Forest coach, Wake Forest is a small private school with yep. a lot of smart kids. Not Stanford, but like sort of in that same kind of mold, right? Mm-hmm. And he says, we can't compete in the transfer portal. Because kids, first of all, it's hard to get kids in here. Yep. Second of all... Um, you know, it's just, it's not only just getting in, it's also keeping them here. That's right. Right, That's that's actually a big deal. So he says, we got to be 
a program builder, not, not not we gotta build a program, not a team. Right. Every year. I would so, agree with that. And I think that But not that, that's, but not every school needs to do that. No, no, but it's it's a good statement though, George, because here's the thing about USC. And I don't know if you guys feel this way, or maybe I'm just feeling this way because they've lost two straight games, but I, I have felt like they got here quickly. Caleb won the Heisman his first year, and it's just kind of more about utilizing him for as long as you've got him, get him gone. The next kid will come in. The next kid will come in. I I don't feel like there is a program being built. Now, on the other hand, you look at Utah. George, you and I talked about this a few weeks ago. How are they trying to build their program? How are they trying to keep their kids around? Did you guys see the story of the 85 scholarship players that all received brand new truck leases for their entire yeah. time? Wow. So so that's, that's a way of saying, hey, we're going to take care of you, and we need to keep you. And by the way, you look at this young man who is their quarterback this weekend, um, their third-string quarterback. The coach said it after the game. They've got a Heisman Trophy winner. We've got a pig farmer. This kid was yep. a third-string quarterback. He was a walk-on. He wasn't recruited and given a scholarship. He was a walk-on. So I got a. This is a non-serious comment to your very serious observation there, Cap. Yeah, I'm really into it, Ramona. Go. Really Eighty-five players, all with the same truck lease. Like, how do you know which car is yours? That's a good question. Like you're leaving the parking lot and yeah. everybody's yeah. got the same right. car. Yeah. yeah, probably their numbers are probably the, on the uh, truck. Like the emergency uniform. thing. You gotta yeah, press you the gotta little press button. the button, wait yeah. for it to beep. Yeah, I think one of these is mine. Yeah. Yeah. These are the things I think of. Yeah, your numbers on the license. George and I travel a lot, so do you have like your rental car thing? Yeah, I always pick the car with the out-of-state plate so I can find my car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. See, I, on the contrary, <laughs> pick, especially in a college town, I pick the state. I, I used to do that yeah. when I was doing NBA, but college fans are weird, oh. and if you pick the wrong state... Oh, yeah, it could yeah. be a problem for you, yeah. yeah. See, yeah. I, I never Good know point. where I parked at any Ever, event. Yeah. Yeah. I've wandered around yeah. park Dodger Stadium in oh. particular. Yeah. I have wandered around Dodger Stadium, pressing the button, pressing the button, pressing no, the Mace, button. Take a pic- no, Same. you got to take a picture now. Yeah. When you park, yeah. you take a or picture. Or drop a pin. I don't oh. understand dropping a pin. I don't Nobody either. tells me how to do this. I don't think you should drop a pin. I don't think it's a good idea. Take a picture. Everybody says drop a pin. I'm like, I don't know. How to drop a pin. I don't, I don't know. I know how to People drop People tell pin. me that, oh, I'm sharing my location with you. I'm, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I don't know. No, I know how to do it. I know how to drop a pin. <laughs> yeah, but I don't, know how to, I don't know how to find the person after they've dropped the right. pin to me and I look it up. I'm yeah. like, I still can't find you. Right, yeah. right. But here's the other part of this equation. The cars or USC? <laughs> USC. Okay, got it. Lincoln Riley hasn't, I mean, he's a, he's very good at offense. Yes, he is. And he's very good at coaching quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. He really hasn't had a tremendous... He's had a lot of wins, but hasn't had any actual real success. Not yet. Not Ooh. at SC. And you know I don't what know I, that he's getting I, I mean, listen, that was the... No, people in Oklahoma say the same thing, and then the people said, oh, it's sour grapes, this, that, and the other. But he didn't finish the job there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And by the way, do you think he'll finish the job here or no try chance. to jump somewhere else? No chance. You don't he, think he, he's going to stay? No. He's, not gonna, he's a he's man of 40 years here. old. Why not? No. You think he's not surviving? Why? Because not that he's not is, surviving, that he'll jump somewhere else. No. I, 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 And the reason I think he'll jump somewhere else is because he'll be like, I got to get out of here. Um, SC sounds like a good deal, and the money is insane, and the ability to recruit uh, top-level offensive players, all of those things are kind of baked in. But the control that he is accustomed to mm-hmm. and that he wants. Yeah, this ain't Norman, Jack. Yeah, right. it's not Norman. You tell it's, him, George. It's not Mayberry, man. Your players go out and talk to the media afterwards. Well, listen, and, and, and this is not to take a shot at anyone over there, but... You know, for a very, very, very long, long time, they had Tim Tessalone there. Yes. Very, um, very good media director. And had been there forever yep. and through all, a bunch of different coaches. And I think that there's not a lot of senior people 
around there that can tell Lincoln, hey, that's probably not a good idea. No. no, Or by the way, even if, and I'm not saying that they didn't do that, because maybe they did do that, but he just doesn't care. Right. You know what it is? It's like the president and the athletic director have to walk on eggshells around their $10 million a year college coach just the same way the right. coach and that's has what to I'm walk refer- on. That's what I'm referring to right. is that they're like the, the, the AD's been here five minutes. He's been there longer than yeah. she has. Yeah. Right. So like she can't say to him, hey, I don't think that's a good idea and him be like, okay. Right. So He's- specifically not a good idea, you're talking about players addressing the media after Dude, the this game. is Los Angeles. Reporter being that hadn't happened yeah. in 20 like years. Yeah, I know. Okay, the players not talking after a game at USC? And yeah. by the way, protecting a, a young man, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to call him a child, but a young man. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Who's making millions and millions of dollars? Yes, yeah. because he. Fair point. So, so here's the thing: the um, expectation of the kid is different now, because now that the kid and I, I'm using Caleb as an example. Yeah. But now that these young people are being paid real money, they then have real responsibility. Other, other than hey, he's a 20 year old kid, and I'm protecting him from you guys. That's different in the day of scholarship only, but in the day of Wendy's commercials. No man, that, well, that guy I, I has don't a responsibility. Care about when, when these commercials are not like I, I think to me, the reality is you are the quarterback of the team. Yes. Okay. You got to talk. You know, a, a lot of the grief. And, and by the way, would handle it totally impeccably. Fine. Yeah. Yes. That's, he's great at he, this. He is one of the guys that I've seen at that age that is incredibly savvy. Number yep. one at dealing with the media, and also has the perfect demeanor for it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like he he. He's done a million interviews. This isn't like some freshman kid who has never played before. He won the Heisman last year. And gave year. a 10 minute a incredible class. speech. Uh, yeah, I yes. mean, it was, it's unreal. Yeah. By the way, he could have been the kid. Because again, remember, the, the athletic director and the president walk on eggshells around their coach. The coach has to walk on eggshells around his star player, especially mm. in this day and age. Not it wasn't that way. It used to not be that way, but it is. Yeah, today. but I don't think Caleb Williams was the reason they well, didn't, he didn't talk. But let me, but just as a possibility, I mean, his saw, coach is a bit, a little bit of a, you know, he gets chapped very quickly. I, yeah, I he's very defensive. But, you, but everybody saw Caleb at the end of the game, sitting on the bench, right, and kind of just sitting there and thinking it all yeah. out. And the field has already been emptied, et cetera. And then he kind of takes his time moseying off the field. And is it conceivable that they said, "Hey, you got to go do this media obligation"? He's like, "No, I don't." 
They're like, yeah, we. I mean, it's possible. It's possible, but I mean, it's completely speculative. Yeah, of course, I'm speculating. But I'm not going to speculate about the kid. Like, I'm. I have a history of the coach doing more things like that than the kid doing what you suggested. And and by the way, it's even if Caleb didn't speak, somebody else would come out and talk. Right. What? No other player. No other players. And that. And that to me. That's a coach thing. Right. And that to me is the look. Bottom line is this: regardless of who or why. You have a team in Los Angeles, California. This is not Norman, Oklahoma. We've said it a million times. This isn't Penn State. You know, this isn't Michigan. These aren't small markets where everything is revolving around the school. You know, you're playing in the same fishbowl as LeBron James. Yep. As as a team that won the Super Bowl as two Dave years Roberts. ago. Yeah, right, as Dave Roberts. Yeah, got his bobblehead smashed on this uh, at this station. As Sean McVay. Yeah. You're, you're playing in the major leagues of Media college markets, sports, yeah. media markets. You're, exactly. And so, to me, look, the bottom line is, these guys know that their season is toast. So, and we can sit here and talk about they're going to win the Pac-12, but George, you pointed it out at the beginning of the year, you thought the end of their schedule was intentionally, maliciously built this way by the conference. If so, it's going to probably work. Now, it's, it's funny about, like, so this week I have uh, Virginia and Miami. The okay. Emily, the Emily Hebel game. Oh, yeah, with, uh, that's Virginia. right. Virginia, yeah. Um, Mario Cristobal just went through probably the worst two weeks a head coach can go through right. with Ooh. the not kneeling and then going into North Carolina, taking a lead at halftime, and then getting obliterated in the yeah. second half. Yeah. There weren't any and, – and they're they're not L.A., but they're like a top 10, sure. 15 market. Yeah, right. They spoke after that game that yep. they didn't kneel. The players spoke after that game. Come on, man. This is this is ridiculous. Yeah, it is. I it's mean, a joke. Th- this yeah. is not – what they're, it, it is a joke. Like, it, it's just a cop-out – and again, you either got to deal with the way it's it's been done here, but if not, like I'm okay not talking about USC if he's going to act like this. Like I'm okay right. with not talking about. And you that. know, I'm what? actually because, enjoying but, watching him fall apart. I mean, I hate to be such a hater, but I am a hater. No, in I'm case. not. I'm not a hater I because am. I think oh, he, I, am. I think he and I said it, and I still believe that he could be the best thing that could have happened to this program. Yeah, but the way he has handled it since, like any since the, it got tough, the smallest amount of adversity. Yeah. Okay, and now you're just like, Although, I'm going to take my ball and go yeah. home? But in, well, fairness, right. who's in fairness, who's the child and who's the adult? He's playing right. in a weird, you know, people are like, what are you going to play for? It's That question exists out there. Like, USC fans are like, well, college football playoff, that's it for the season. What do they have well, to play the for? Caleb Williams walk away, all the, this stuff. The answer to that is this. We still have a shot to win the conference. Correct. That is the answer. That's that is exactly the what not, the answer. Not we're, not this defensive nonsense of well, we don't come in here just with the mindset of having to win a championship every. Well, really, like because that actually is the worst answer you could have yeah. given. Well, well and, and the question and, was how do you reassess your goals? And so, hey, here's the deal: we're not going to win the national championship. We're not going to be in the college football playoff, but we can still win the conference. So that's going to be our and, top priority. And by the way, even though it has not happened yet in the college football playoff era that a two-loss team has made it, it doesn't mean it can't happen like there could be chaos here over the next well month yeah i mean in a in a weird way if you think about this if usc was to and i don't believe they will but if they were to really buy into lincoln riley those and winners and went out, and went out they're look ohio it's state, not impossible ohio state and michigan still have to play each other yep. Yep. right not that i'm saying this is going to happen but there is a mathematical chance sure. still sure so why take that position if you're him it's just a lose-lose situation and it makes you look like a makes sore you loser. look and and you get no benefit of the doubt none no because you've not been 
open. You've not been invited people to get a look at what's going on. I mean, I just think oh, it's no, a lack anything, of he's connection. The he's, he's, like, he's insular. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's just a lack of connection in general. I mean, yeah. does he does he do events with alumni groups? Does he go? I'm sure he does that. Yeah. Campus? I'm guessing he takes care I'm of I'm sure the he does all that yeah. stuff. That's that's a big part. Like, of it. But Momo, I heard what you said earlier about going to see Mac Brown down in Texas. Yeah, and him getting to know who you were, and him every week having like a lunch. Yeah, and like that's the way you get the media to be quote unquote on your side. Dude, even Nick's- it's not even on your side. You just get the benefit of the doubt. Like when things go wrong, you get the benefit of the doubt. You get to have a couple games like this where people go, oh, you know, he's actually where, where Mace is pointing out, hey, he's actually been really good for the program, and they've had two bad losses. Right. Okay, and you're not Nick Saban, who's won yeah. seven championships, right. by the way. You know what right. I mean? And even Nick over the years has softened some sure. a little bit by yeah. Nick standards. Also, this is like a larger point, but if I'm Caleb Williams, it's not so much that they lost or whatever it is, but like I want to speak for myself. Yes. yes I want to have a public profile. Agreed. You're a grown man. Point. You're going to be the number one pick in the draft. I want people to hear what I have to say. Yeah. Yeah. A year from now, you're going to be yeah. facing these questions from NFL reporters. So right. why not get your practice in now? Yeah, get some reps. Like I, I, as the leader of this team, I want to say something. Yeah. yeah. I would have, I, I mean, listen, I don't know how that works, but I would have at least tried to to say something yeah, to your point. no question. Uh, all right. So I, That's it. You're done with us, huh? Yeah, I'm totally done. I, I really, I'm just not in a good mood. Well, I mean, think but, about it. Your but, Rams lost. Your, not in a your, good your, mood. your Rams lost. How and, was and your weekend? USC, the, referees, the Dodgers are right. not in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. What are we just rubbing it in I'm, now? And by the way, Arizona's got this 3-1 lead right now, and they're not going away so quickly. Well, good. I is hope this they, a game seven, too? This, no. is game, this is game six. six. Game six. Um, so they got to win before game three seven. Two. Yeah. They got, right, and they're up 3-1 right Could now. Could you imagine if the Diamondbacks go back to the World Series? Oh, crazy. Would you be yeah. now? Would that would, sort of validate? It's like the Bucks losing to the Heat. No, you know the first round. You know what it is? It's the first year of the Astros. They went through yeah. a, a tank. They've got a whole bunch of young players. Oh no, they're good, dude. Young and dumb, and they're they're they have no a- idea. Of the, a- ask the Cappy. Altitude they I are. said at the beginning of the year, this team is going to be a fun yeah. team to watch. Yeah. Yeah, they are. They are with very our guy Blake characters Harris. and stuff like that. Alec Thomas with the cowboy yeah, hat and everything. Of course, you wouldn't remember. Yeah. I have no recollection of what. you're Luckily, there's about. a podcast people can listen to it. No, no recollection. That'd be a real deep dive. Yeah. All right. Uh, back that's to it. April. That's it. Uh, Ireland is back <laughs> tomorrow there. from Denver uh, as we get ready for the opener against the defending champion Nuggets. Yeah. Momo, you excited? Yeah. I, I, well, these two teams don't like each other. No, I know that. Right? I mean, they definitely had the war of words during the series and over the summer, and Mike Malone, Tawny. Are Even they doing though, ring think, night? Michael. I think Casey Michael. said something oh. over the weekend, Careful. too. Careful. Hey, it's ring night, too. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> always a little letdown. Always a little letdown. No, down. ring night is tough for the people who are getting there. Yeah, yeah, they're That's all emotional and stuff. Although, Jokic should be like, whatever. Oh, he Can we do this right. later? He'll yeah. still score 40. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Can we do this later? All right, so uh, get right. ready for Lakers tomorrow night. Momo, thank you very much thank for uh, stepping in. Ireland's live from Denver tomorrow. Coming up now, a mini version of Shadano and Cap leading up to Game 7, oh. Rangers versus Astros. Just an hour and 40 minutes of stupidity. There you go. Yeah. I look forward to it. Yeah. 710 ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network.
Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bing, ba-dum, bing. Great call, by the way. Great call. Thank you. I felt bad for your, your squad. I did feel bad. I mean, I felt good for Wake Forest, don't get me wrong, but I felt bad for you because they blew it. Oh, my goodness. Was there a nice crowd there? It sounded like when they scored uh, well, that Well, actually, touchdown. by then, most of the crowd had left. They thought yeah. their team was going to lose. Right. They were going out there to get the homecoming festivities on. A lot of people, especially in the circle of trust, have commented on how viral the video went of the controversial call in yeah. that game where you actually called the kid for the, the pit quarterback running to get a first down, yeah. and then the referee came in, the line judge. Came, came in right in, away, right, about that, he, right that he started his slide. Like. And I'm like, man, where are you going? And this whole idea of where you start the slide. That's the rule. I know, but the rule's not a very good one because, okay. I mean. well, no, I know, but it's, it's, a, it's a human judgment call. You know what I mean? Like we could all sit there and watch a video and argue over and over again. Where? Where did he start the slide? Where did he? How do you know he started the slide? Maybe he bent his knees. I mean, it just. Either way, it goes back to what I said to you last week. You didn't want to touch it with a ten foot pole. I stand by it. All referees in every sport suck, and they're getting worse. See the NFL yesterday, George. Well, I would also say that athletes are getting better, and I think that becomes part of the problem with human error. Uh, all I know is this, is that that play that you called that went viral, where that kid goes to slide, that rule is a ridiculously stupid rule. I know, but the rule's been in place for a long time. It's not like, and by the way, in the NFL, it's the same rule. It's a bad rule. Where he starts the slide, stupid rule. Seriously. Really, really bad rule. Okay. But if he gives himself up, I understand the reasoning behind it. Do you do you understand the reasoning behind it? Um, I do, but I again, when you're kind of by yourself on the field and you're running towards the sideline, you decide you're going to slide to stay in, and nobody's about to touch you. To say well, the, he started the slide back here just doesn't seem to make much sense. Right, to me. but he did start the slide. It looked like based on a different still frame I saw that he did start the slide early. Well, either way, it was a great call by you. Thank okay? you. I'm and sorry a, about your team. It's okay. They're terrible. And and you know what? They could have won the game. They should have won the game. They should have. If he would have just ran, he would have picked up a first down. They kneel it twice. It's over. Is it my understanding that because that young man got caught up in that controversial call and then gave the ball back to Wake Forest, who went on to score and win, that that extra time in the game is what caused you to miss your flight? Is this accurate? Yes, it did. Yes. These kids. These kids. What if a if he ass. runs out of bounds and then yep. kneels it twice, I make right. my flight in Easy. Charlotte, 75 minutes away. Right. Uh, but because I, they uh, they closed the door as I got there and I couldn't get on. So then I had to stay in Charlotte and then uh, leave in the morning. A true shame. 
Really true shame. But what a weekend of college football, just since we're starting there because you know, well, you we just did the game. whole USC thing too. Right. You know, but I gotta Mason say, George, Ramona. I mean, like yeah. what a what a weekend. Like I was in Vegas on Saturday morning and I woke up to go to a sports book to watch that Penn State Ohio State game. Not yeah. exactly as exciting as I oh, was hoping for. Oh my god, that was you know? uh, I watched some of that like the condensed version of that game. Yeah. And uh, woof, even the condensed version was kind of boring. <laughs> yeah. And then I went right into that Pitt Wake Forest game that you were calling. I went into my son's game, which I was watching on How my phone. How did Justin do this week? They did not do as well as mm. Hope. They they uh, they played what is traditionally the best team in their Division Two, which is yeah. Notre Dame mm-hmm. <clears throat> of Cleveland. I have oh, to keep saying Notre that. Dame like, of Cleveland. Right. There you I go. keep saying I was telling all my buddies. Notre like, Dame College. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, yeah, you know, my, my son's playing against Notre Dame this weekend. They're like, wow, Notre Dame Whoa. is on NBC. I'm like, yeah. no, it's streamed um, on the Mountain East Conference because uh, it's Notre Dame of Cleveland. Yeah. And they're like, oh, okay. So not real Notre Dame. Yeah. So then I, but then I got back. Uh, this was Saturday evening because I can't stay in Vegas more than like a night. I mean, 36 hours is more than enough. And I got back and I watched the SC game. Against Utah, and I'll tell you, George, to me, it really, really does come down to something we were talking about in the crossover, okay? Super crosstalk. Which is, I feel like USC is playing for national championships and Heisman trophies as fast as they possibly can. And Utah is a program that kind of just looks like they're playing the long game. You know? That, that winning a national championship and winning a conference title is not the most critical thing on planet Earth, whereas for USC, it is in as fast as possible. And the difference between building a program versus just having a team of transfer guys... and yeah. it, it, But by the way, would you up. rather build a program or a program? I think I'd rather go program. Okay, because, you know, some coaches love to use the phrase, uh, you know, they, they, they say the word program. Program. Well, that's, you know, if they're down in the South, perhaps. It's a program. It's Paul a program. Feinbaum used to, likes to use the term program. A program. Yeah, it's a program. Isn't he in Alabama somewhere? He is. Birmingham. Mm-hmm. But he's yeah. not very Southern, although he's been there for a very long time. Yeah. I don't know. I see him uh, I, I see him more as a program guy. I didn't, is he, was he still a program guy? He, I think he's program. Yeah. I mean, when you've been down there that long, I guess you just adopt it. But. Yeah, I guess. But anyway, go ahead. So you well, rather my, be a build your pro- I think you can do both. I think Florida State is a good example of that. Um, they have eight starters, as Mason mentioned, in their 22. But they've done a really good job the last year or two in recruiting, too. So they're building a program or okay. a program and also using the portal to their advantage. Okay, I think let me ask, you can do both. Ask, at the same. Two things can be true at once, Cappy. Perhaps. Well, who's the quarterback at Florida State? Because I don't know his name. Travis uh, Jordan Travis, who's, okay. been, who's now in his sixth season. Okay. Um, the difference is, in my opinion, mm-hmm. is that Florida State is not as quarterback centric or as reliant. Oh, I disagree. He's going to okay. be a potential Heisman candidate. Okay, so I don't. This is what I'm saying to you. Yeah. I don't know the kid yeah. versus Caleb Williams, mm-hmm. who coming into this season, everything was about Caleb Williams. Mm-hmm. And to me, um, I think that's kind of part of an issue. Frankly, is that a program or a program has to be about everything and everybody in it not about one guy. Mm-hmm. And it's just a perception. I'm not at practice every day. I'm not mm-hmm. talking to Lincoln Riley. I don't know that he'd allow me to talk to him. I, would he? I don't know. I don't Maybe know. Not. I, mean, I don't think he so. Might not, he might not allow me. Yeah, I would know? agree. Um, I just think that, that USC is a little too Caleb-centric. It's a little... T- and I think, I think, I'm not sure, just an opinion here, yeah. that when you have a player that's such a huge superstar yeah. at, at this level, this young, and with this much money and this much fame, yeah. I think that it probably separates the player from the program. And and that, to me, doesn't sound like a recipe for success. 
don't know, man. Like, well, I mean, let me ask could you. Could you made the case like that with Reggie Bush when he was here? Not, and, no, definitely not. No, definitely not. I mean, no. Reggie Bush was like the biggest star in sports. But, but his quarterback didn't Leinart win the Heisman? <sighs> yeah, I. I mean, so what I'm getting at is there's I don't equal know, actually, footing there. Is there's sure. by the way, Re, by the way, Reggie Bush, Reggie Bush had Lendale White. So you know, Reggie Bush was the name guy and the flashy guy. But Lendale White was as much a contributor to those SC teams as Reggie Bush. It's just that Reggie had all the spectacular yeah. plays. Right, and Matt did win in 04. Okay. Right. So, right. So, Leinart winning the Heisman means you have a Heisman-winning quarterback. You have two running backs who are both equally as important. You had stars on the defensive side of the ball. Just saying, Re- Reggie Bush was not – he was a star, but not a, such a big star that he was so much – he outshined everybody else on his team. Caleb Williams outshines everybody because he's that big of a star. So, you're putting this on the kid? No, I'm putting it on the system. I'm putting it on the whole situation now that that teams might find themselves in. Are we about one guy or are we about a team? Are we about 85 guys? Yeah, but I don't think the kid is about the kid. I think if you listen to anything he's ever said, it's all a, he, he's a big team guy. Um, Maybe. I mean, maybe. I mean, maybe. I mean, yeah, we just maybe. had one of his teammates on the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you don't believe what the what the other kid said to you? I just don't. Put it this way. Let me rephrase how I'm feeling about this. Yeah. When I was in college, my roommate was our star quarterback. Okay. Now, of course, being a star quarterback back then is very different than now. Yeah, I would say so. But back then, yeah, we have uh, we have HGTV today. Right. That's right. Yeah. Um, home and Garden Television. Yeah, that's right. We and, do. We and can streaming. Garden. No, okay. HD as in high definition. Oh, okay. But you know, back then, Todd Morenovich was the star quarterback at USC, mm-hmm. and my roommate was the star quarterback at Pitt. And mm-hmm. you know, on the covers of magazines, it was like East Coast guy, West Coast guy. You know, when it was Heisman Trophy at the beginning of the year, these were the names that were being talked about. Um, this, But we didn't live differently than our teammates did. Now, we had a little bit of extra just because he was the star quarterback and because I was the kind of guy that could negotiate some deals at a young age, even though that wasn't legal back then. Yeah. Um, but everybody was at our place. I mean, the whole team was at our place. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just don't sense from the USC. But that's what Austin Jones told us: is that all the guys are always at at not, Caleb's not, house. He didn't say everybody. And I've talked to some people that are are closer to it that maybe are a little more candid. That are like, yeah, no, he's in a completely different stratosphere. Where he lives, how he lives, what he drives, you know, who he's friends with. I'm not knocking the kid, George. I'm knocking the system. Okay, so don't don't get upset that you think that I'm knocking the kid. I'm not. It's this that the system when when now that you're allowed to pay a kid this kind of money and a kid could elevate to where he's loaded and everybody else is living like a college kid, I just wonder what that does to a team's chemistry. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. You're not I, buying it. But not buying I mean, you're, who are you? Are you talking to adults or are you talking to his teammates? When you ask that question, what do you mean? Are you talking to, like, people... When you say you're talking to people, are you talking oh, yeah, to yeah, people yeah. actually oh, yeah. play with him? No, 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 no. These okay. are people that are then much I, closer. I, I, I'd rather know. I, I mean, listen, I'm not discrediting that, but I'm just saying, like, I think that the people that play with him would be more of an indicator. If there were, if if after the season, let's mm-hmm. say, and I'm mm-hmm. not saying it's not possible, okay. but if after the season, a teammates or a, a teammate or multiple teammates start coming out mm-hmm. and saying those type of things that you're yeah. saying, then I would buy it okay. more than just some random observer, potentially, well, even within is, the program. Yeah, this isn't a random observer. Or the program. This is a person who's um, very tied in with the players of the program. And um, and so, you know, I've asked about it a little bit. But listen, here's the thing. Well, and you've also to, been very anti-NAL in the beginning, though. Too. I don't I don't love it because I because I worry about what it could do to a team like this. 
You know, is that yeah. one? It's listen. One guy's got a lot of money, and everybody else is living like a college kid. And, I mean, but that, <laughs> and I wonder what that does to a locker room. Let That's me ask all. you a question. Don't yeah, you think if you go to USC, you want to play? You want to play in the NFL, right? You go to USC, right? That's right. right. Um, so, do you think when you go to the NFL and your quarterback is making fifty million dollars and the uh, and you're probably you may be a guy that's on special teams that's making the league minimum at five hundred grand. You don't think? Do you think that there's going to be some sort of ill will there? No. Th- th- this is then I don't believe that a kid that goes to USC whose aspirations are to go to the NFL feels that way about this particular kid. That's fine. You may believe that, and and I believe differently. But um, let me ask you a question: How many guys on this current USC team do you think will play in the NFL? Oh, I mean, listen, the math is always against you, but that okay, is but just but, whatever but, it is. But but, but, but here's some guys here, are I'll play give you I'll give you a perfect example. Okay, mm-hmm. when I was at that college football playoff committee thing, yep. Dan Mullen was one of the guys that was in there with me. Mm-hmm. And he he made a comment that resonated with me still today, weeks later. What he said. It? Every guy in your locker room when you're mm-hmm. coaching at, and he coached at Florida, right, in this case. But he's like, Florida, Alabama, USC, Oklahoma. He mentioned a bunch of these schools, right? Yep. Florida State, Miami. Every guy that goes to these schools mm-hmm. thinks they're going to the NFL. That's right. And so, But there's only a certain amount of, of numbers that can actually get into the NFL. Right, right. it's small. So, right. I mean, it's, it's 10% of your team maybe right. is you on know, average. It's even high. No, but that's way high. Ten, I, whatever, whatever it is. Let's just say it's 10, just for argument's okay. sake. All right, argument's sake. 100% of them think they're the ones that are going to be in that 10%. Well, what I'm getting at is this, though. is like one guy is already projected to be a number one overall pick, and that guy's already being Maybe, maybe not. Way. Some people say he may not be the, the, even the first quarterback to Right, that, that is possible. There's no guarantee on I mean, it. I would take him first, but... Yeah, but we're all biased. We, no, we I'm won't. not all biased. I've seen him play, and I've seen the other kid play, and I okay. think he's better. So, okay, fine. Uh, I'm biased, okay? I'll put it on me, not on you, okay? I think we all create hype, and we get caught up in hype, okay? And there's a lot of hype around Caleb Williams, and we don't have nearly that kind of hype of a quarterback who plays at the University of North Carolina, okay? So all I'm saying is, though, is that on a team, it is conceivable to me, this is me, that if a quarterback is making $10 million and I'm an NFL prospect at offensive line, but I don't have an NIL deals, NIL deals, and I'm living on my, my scholarship check every month, I'm not saying that I look at it and go, that's unfair. That's the system. Good. Get what you can get. I'm just saying that I don't know that it's, um, I just don't know that it's like shared across the locker room. And, I, and it doesn't have to be at all. But I wonder about chemistry. Oh, George, I just saw you roll your eyes. You don't have to roll your eyes at me. I'm giving you my opinion that I think... I know, and I can roll my eyes. Yeah, because you don't, you don't buy it. But that's okay. I don't buy it. But listen, let's get back to the story here, though, which is they've now lost two straight games. Why are you annoyed that I rolled my eyes? I roll my eyes at you every day, even when you're in here. Um, mostly because I don't think you knew that I saw it. Of course I knew I saw it. I have the camera right in front of me, you doofus. No, 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 sir. No, sir. Mm-mm. What do you mean? I literally turned to the camera and rolled my eyes. Nah, I don't know about that. I absolutely did. You say you actually turned and rolled? Yes, on turned purpose. And rolled. I stopped, dropped, and rolled my eyes. Really? Well, let me tell you this. Tell me something. USC season is done. Okay? Probably. This, this season is over. And, and you know, last week we had this conversation... Looking at the rest of their schedule after getting beaten by Notre Dame, these guys could wind up losing four games, five games. And everything. No, come on, no. The Utah thing. I told you this weeks ago at the beginning of the season, and you thought I was nuts, which you brought up again during crosstalk that the schedule was brutal down the stretch. I'm which not saying which it's you not brutal, fought me on. But, I, but I, you, all, you, all you I fought you fought on was me. that the you, Pac 12 maliciously set them up. 
believe Oh, now you're pointing. I'm pointing right back at you. I am pointing right back at you, and I'm rolling my eyes right back. Roll, drop, roll. Eyes. (laughs) God, I hope everybody's watching on YouTube. We're funny. And we're hot. It's a visual medium now. That's We're way over the break. Like we, we have are? destroyed the clock today. Didn't we do that in the in the super crosstalk? We did that too. It's fun. It's fun on these short shows. These comic right, plays. We got to go. Shows. Like we we can we continue this discussion on the other side so you can get to your point about what you were trying to make about USC. Can we do that? And that, then also get to the Rams and also the yeah. Raiders and the Chargers. Yes. All of them who stunk yes. this weekend. Yes, gutless. All right, we'll do that next. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Like Chicago, George? Yeah, I'm a big Peter Cetera guy. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I like a band with a big horn section. If you got a big, you like horn, a big section, horn a big old horn. French horn. Uh, what do they call those other tuba tuba thingies? YouTubers? Yeah. Uh, YouTubers? Yeah, whatever they're called. I like a good horn section. A trombone is nice. Yeah. I like a trombone. Okay. How about trumpets? Do you like trumpets? Trumpets are also a nice... Nice, um, nice member to a horn section. This is a good jam. It is. Happy, Anything uh, Chicago is really good. Happy Hungarian whatever it is today, Lindsay. Thanks. It's Hungarian what day? It's Hungarian heat day. Oh. Really? Hungarian heat? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's actually like Hungarian Republic, Republic day. day. I don't oh, know what Repu- that means. I don't know either. Yeah. Happy Republic. Yeah. Happy Thanks. Hungarian well, Republic happy, day to you, heat. And congratulations to Giannis, who just signed a three-year, $186 million extension. Giannis did? Yeah. What? Well, uh, well, he actually, um, Giannis tweeted it and everyone started to chase because he just wrote Milwaukee, let's get it, Bucks and Six, hashtag extended. Um, and then everyone started chasing what the extension was. Wait a second. Hold on a second. I thought Giannis earlier this summer was like, hey. Well, they got Dame. Oh, yeah, that was before they got Dame. Yeah, they don't yeah. build around me. I'm not signing. And then right. they got Dame. How long is Dame Well, but I bet you the three-year extension is one of those like two plus ones or something. Yeah. How long is Dame signed for? You have any idea? Well, he's under contract for four more years. Oh, okay. Then it makes so sense. So that would actually line him up if it's a true three-year mm-hmm. deal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So I guess he's not. So Giannis is not coming to the Lakers tomorrow? No. Okay. Because I mean, I just thought everybody assumed that Giannis was immediately coming to the Lakers. Wasn't that the assumption? Well, if he was going to become available, I think that there were a lot of teams, not a lot, but a number of teams that people thought he'd be linked with okay all right well congratulations Giannis. yeah way to go man yeah uh congratulations to all the teams that beat all the teams that uh people here root for this weekend (laughs) that's how that worked out yeah congratulations to the chiefs the steelers you know and and congratulations all the the way around the bears the the chicago bears i'm gonna tell you something about the raiders oh you're gonna tell me something about the raiders well i'm gonna gonna make a couple of quick comments here the first one is this the chicago bears now have 
my favorite player in the NFL. Who's that? Tyson Bagent. Do you know oh, who he the is? Quarterback, yeah. Okay, but do you know his backstory at all? Yeah, he's like a Division Two guy. Okay, but more. There's more to the. Bu- there's more meat. You ready? Go ahead. Okay, I knew I knew this kid when they started talking about him during the game. Mm-hmm. All right, yes, it's true. Undrafted free agent from Division Two college, and he's a rookie. I mean, if you're an undrafted quarterback in the NFL and you're a five-year veteran, okay, fine. But you're an undrafted rookie free agent from a tiny school. Mm-hmm. George, ESPN did a feature on this kid before the draft. His father is known as the Beast, mm-hmm. and his dad is a world champion arm wrestler. He's the greatest left-handed arm wrestler in the history of arm wrestling. Excellent. And he's one of the greatest two-way arm wrestlers of all time. Yeah. Dude goes both ways, righty and lefty. Hey, now, Feel me? Careful with the phrasing. Well, I mean, he does right-handed and left-handed. You just know saying. saying? Yeah. Like, just goes this yeah. side and that side. Just telling you to be careful. Anyway, um, so do you remember this story at all? Does this now start to ring a bell at all for you? Because, like I said, ESPN did a whole feature on the guy leading up to the draft. Like, how could this guy from this small school and, and his dad's this crazy no, arm no, wrestler guy? No. Okay, I did not watch okay. the—I I mean, I kind of was—once once the first round or the second day is over, like, That's I'm it. kind of in and out, yeah. yeah. Tyson Bajan is now my new favorite player in the NFL. Yeah. To be this big of an underdog? And I actually called my buddy who's the offensive coordinator of the Browns. I said, how do you scout a guy yeah. from a D2 school? How do you know it can translate? Yeah. And he went through a whole checklist of of things that they do to see if the D2 level player, do they think that he can play in the NFL? Yeah. I was super impressed. But the Raiders, George, mm-hmm. you talk about gutless. I mean, he kicked a field goal when it was 21-3. to three. George, when it's 21-3... to three, and you'll have to check me on exactly the time. I want to say there's about 14 oh, minutes to no, go. No, there in the was plenty quarter. of time to go in the fourth quarter. Yeah. All I'm saying is this: yeah. you're in the fourth quarter, you're down 21-3, you're on the road, you're on your second and maybe your third quarterback. You have to score touchdowns. You don't kick 25-yard field goals because if the ball is at the 25-yard field goal, the ball's on like the three-yard line. Yeah. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, it really was just one of the dumbest things I've seen. It's It was literally coaching malpractice. Josh McDaniels is a terrible in-game decision maker, and you don't have to be a former NFL coach to know this. But wait a second, there's more. Devontae Adams has become a real diva. You know, they gave him the money, he went to play with his BFF, BFF got cut, and he's down in New Orleans now, and Devontae ain't happy. And he'll tell everybody he ain't happy. Brother? On third down, when you have a ball hit you in the fingers in the end zone for an easy touchdown to make the score 21-10, bro, I expect you to make that catch. Especially when you're talking as much as you are. The Raiders players should be ashamed of themselves. You lose to an undrafted rookie free agent making his first start, a Division II guy? Oh, my God. The Raiders are, they're embarrassing. A disaster! Uh, here's what I would say, is that this is exactly who the Raiders are. This is who they are. They are not a good team. They are not a good coach team. They have no chance of doing anything in that division and in that conference. They need a complete, like, reset, right? What, to, what does that mean, exactly? They need to clean house. And you know Starting what the problem is? You know yeah. why they can't clean house? Tell me. Your boyfriend is the problem. Tom Brady? Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, his 
Buddy Buddy is the head coach, and he's trying to be the owner of the team. You want to know who the real problem is? I'll, I'll say it. You don't think Tom Brady has something to do with the hiring of that head coach and the GM? Um, I hadn't really put two and two together. Um, I do think that McDaniel's was um, was he hired before? Right, Brady but you don't think you think Brady just out of nowhere decided to get with Mark Davis? Like you don't think those had they had previous conversations prior to McDaniel being named the head coach? I got. I'm telling you, man. I mean, you're putting me on a great spot here. I've never really considered. I never put two and two together. Don't, never. Don't you remember um, all of the talk before? Um, like I think it was before he was hired with Dana White talking about Tom Brady going to the Raiders and everything. Like that was a thing that like maybe fell apart. Right. Remember? Yeah. I, yes, I do remember that. But I don't. I don't remember ever thinking to myself. You know what? Tom Brady may have been deep down the road with the Raiders, and maybe he so they been- hired here. Here they hired Josh McDaniel on January thirty first. Okay. Of what year? Of this year. 23? Of twenty twenty three. Of twenty three. Really? Let me see here. This is it not? Oh not no, twenty twenty two. Sorry. Okay. Twenty twenty two. Right. And then, right, there was chatter about Tom Brady either going to the Raiders to Lindsey's point. Okay, but this is when Gruden was still the coach, no? No, this is when Gruden was out. Okay. And they had an interim. Remember? They had Basaccia. Yeah, okay. Right? So they were hiring McDaniels and all the chattered, right, Dana White and Gronk were on some UFC thing talking about Tom Brady maybe going to the Raiders. And that was in like 2021. Right. So back up and who's yeah. the coach then? That's what I'm getting at. I'm trying to figure out the chronology of all this. George, I had not put two and two together. I had never put But you don't think that he, that he has an advocate in his corner considering that he's tight with the owner? Perhaps. Perhaps you're right. But here's here's what I want to get to. You so they'll say, never fire Josh McDaniel. Yeah, you got to hope for ta- your boyfriend not to get the uh, the full go on the uh, on the ownership there. Or or hold on a second, let me present another concept here mm-hmm. to the court of public opinion, yeah. to the Raider fan base out yeah. there. You ready for this? Yeah. How about this? How about it's not just Josh McDaniels, and how about it's not just the general manager who was also part of the New England team at one time? Okay. How about if the real problem with the Raiders is the owner? I'm talking oh, like... Oh, wait a second. Here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Go ahead. Tom Brady's first departure yeah. in 2022 okay. happened around the time when they... February 1st was when he retired. Mm-hmm. They had hired McDaniel the day before. Okay. when he The first retirement that lasted 40 days. Okay. So, so that's what I'm saying. So like I, and there was all the chatter to Lindsey's point about him going to the Raiders. Like mm-hmm. I just think all this stuff is intertwined. Okay, but your point though is clean house. Is clean house, but will okay. they clean house if Tom Brady is clearly involved in some way, shape, or form? At the very least, even though he's not officially involved, uh, he has the ear of the owner. Does he not? I would guess he does. But if you're the owner, your problem is not results on the field. Your problem is the contract you gave Josh McDaniels. Right. And so now the question is, do you have the sort of Stan Kroenke-ish kind of wealth where if you had to fire a guy and pay him, I'm making up a number here, $20 million to go away, that that doesn't Right, he stay. would have $20 million left on his deal. I don't know how much of that he'd actually have to pay him. Uh, well, I'm assuming all of it, but yeah. Stan Kroenke would write a $20 million check and say, get lost, buddy. Right. Okay, Mark Davis doesn't have that luxury. Does not. So what I'm saying to you is this, is that the problem with the Raiders... Because he's still it, paying Gruden. Right. The problem with the Raiders is ownership. They got this beautiful new stadium. They've got they've taken over the Vegas market. Yeah. Uh, but but Mark Davis, truth be told, is playing with billion dollar whales 
and he's like a little million dollar well, nothing. It, I mean, similar to the guy here with the Chargers, right? Yes, but but even the guy with the Chargers has a lot more family wealth than Mark Davis does. Correct. All I'm getting but at that, is... That, but my point is, those guys also need to start to realize to play in the big leagues, or they're going to waste the career of a young man who has a ton of promise and seems to be going the other way right now at the most important position. So well, I think that both teams have real, real decisions to make here sooner rather than later. The Chargers have the luxury, should they choose to fire little Brandon Staley? I'm starting to call him now little BS. Because let me tell you something. That press conference yesterday after the game, did you watch any of that? I only saw the the quotes. I did not I see I mean, it. dude, there's a guy who's supposed to be a defensive guru whose defense stinks. Did you see what the Chiefs did? The Chiefs were so prolific in the first half, George, that I had to see like 20 different shots of Taylor Swift. You feel me? Yep. I mean, T-Swizzle is doing like choreographed handshakes with Patrick Mahomes' wife while she's holding her baby. Yeah. Okay? Were you upset? Like, did you want to be part of the choreographed handshakes there? Well, I kind of felt like Patrick Mahomes' brother's a putz, and he's in that luxury suite. Right, but he's behind them, right? You couldn't even see him. Well, I could see him because I was looking for him. Yeah. And I was like, I'd like to be there. (laughs) I'd like to hang out with Brittany Mahomes. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, I'd like to hang out with T-Swizzle. Yeah. But, I, you know, I have, I, I'm not ready to hang out with Taylor Swift right now. Right? Oh, you're not? No, not ready. Oh. You want to know why? Why is that? Because I haven't seen the movie yet. Oh. Okay. I saw Emily saw the movie. She posted it on her Instagram. I have not yet seen the movie. I am going to tell you right now, George. I'm going to make a statement. You're going to go. Not, it may not sit well with everybody. You're not going to go. I'm going to go. Oh. My 16-year-old daughter loves T-Swizzle, went to two of the shows at SoFi, has her hair cut just like her, and I want to go to the movie with my daughter. Okay. Haven't gone, will go. Mm-hmm. So I'm not ready yet to hang out with Taylor Swift. Oh, gotcha, okay. But a little FOMO and a little jealousy, yes, that's true. Okay. By the way, Bernie Kosar, Browns legend. With, yeah, I saw that. He tweeted yeah. that out. He was hanging What's out that? with Taylor Swift over the weekend, watching no the, the Browns game. Yeah, didn't you see in the group text? I, I, didn't, I did not. Yeah, he was hanging out with her. He posted pics. Cappy was busy this weekend. Because, you know, Travis Kelsey is from Cleveland, mm-hmm. and so his parents love Bernie because he's a legend in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. It's the last time the Browns were any good. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're probably like, oh, hey, come hang out, watch the game with us. And then Taylor Swift, who's dating Travis Kelsey, showed up. So they all hung wow. out. Wow. That I did not see in the wow. context. Yeah. Wow. That is that is impressive. She that looks something... really, really pretty in the pictures he posted, too. She's a pretty girl. Taylor Swift. I really got to find this. I mean, I'm going back to Saturday, and I see George's video of Wake Forest because they were playing that Drake song that he likes so much. And then I see another George uh, post here about uh, USC declined to make players available. Then I've got Laura with uh, some kind of weird chips that she wants us to try for Taste Test Tuesday. And then I've got the the uh, picks against the spread. I just didn't see Bernie Kosar in a group. Yeah, it's probably anymore. after that. Yeah, I'm looking. I've free Jumbo Jack uh, because of the Rams. Yeah. But I don't see it. Yeah. Uh, Cappy, speaking of the Rams, coming up next, let's get into the Rams and how they blew that one. Um, did and, they? Yeah, they did. They had a chance. They they were in control of that game and then blew it. So, I mean, clearly you disagree, but we will uh, we can address that on the other side. And the Lakers season is upon us. We'll get to that because you and I won't be on tomorrow. So uh, we'll get into some of that as the Lakers have a very big week to kick off the season or tip off the season. We'll do that all coming up in just a sec.